Hello and welcome to Over the Garden Pod, the best over the garden wall podcast in all of podcasting, and that's a rock fact. And here with me is someone who often tells me that I look like a talking horse. That's a nose joke. Nicole Fariello is here. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I don't think I've ever once said that to you, but maybe I'll start. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> hello, hello. We just watched episode four of this show, Songs of the Dark Lantern. Spooky. Spooky. It starts to get a little spooky in this episode. A little bit. We get a little bit, bit of info in this episode of what's going on with the lantern, the secrets behind it. We see a little bit of the beast himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some skepticism of who is the beast and who is not some plot things unfolding in this plot yeah it's like that spider-man meme where they both just are standing and pointing at each other yeah that's kind of what we get here with the woodsman and the <laughs> kind of like that yeah <laughs> that's one of the few memes i've seen i'm not a meme man myself but uh, i have seen that one there and i understand it usually the ones i have seen i also don't understand <laughs> it's okay you don't work with kids that's true <laughs> uh is there any anything that stood out to you in Sepso before we get into the plot any any uh sparkling moments just uh, does it stand out to you before the rewatch? Um, no, it didn't really. Um, I I knew exact. I knew where we were going. I knew we were going to end up at the tavern, but it took a minute to get there for me. Like when it first started, and they were hiding in the haystack. I could not remember where that yeah. was going. But the horse that was riding that carriage or driving that carriage looked similar to what is the horse's name in this episode? Uh, I don't remember the horse's name. Well, either way, it looked similar to the horse that they end up oh, okay, true. meeting with. So then I was like, oh, that's where we're going. With the horse who has the uh, the voice of the foam finger guy from Drake and Josh. Yeah, exactly. Cops, cops. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard him say that at one point, too. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll get, we'll get into the episode a little bit. Um, we start in that famous hayride scene <laughs> uh, with the horse that's not the guy from Drake and Josh. Right. The nameless horse. Yeah. But we do, we do hear while they're getting away from the beast so the driver thinks um we hear the la, la, la. we do um so which which is the beast like we don't know this at the time but the, and the kids don't know it at no. this moment they think the the driver is crazy uh, but the driver must know something that the kids don't yeah i mean maybe he knows maybe he knows that song maybe he knows i know who knows i wonder if, if the townspeople do know that song because once mentioned to the people in the tavern they're like oh shit the beast yeah yeah, they were like, oh, boy. Yeah, you hear that la-la-la? <laughs> you hear that la-la-la and not the <laughs> Ashley Simpson version? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just la-la, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's why. <laughs> the, the, the first two laws, their, their ears perked up. I'm like, oh, Ashley? Oh, the third law came in. Like, nope, beast. <laughs> that's the beast. That's the beast. And we're not talking the beast of burden, am I right? No, I wish we were. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> Bert and Greg visit the tavern after they, I guess, they do they jump out of this haystack? or they? they I ca- think that... The haystack kind of like falls off yeah, of the yeah. back of the trailer. Track. Yeah, this guy's so scared of the beast that he doesn't care about his hay harvest. Right. It's probably his job to carry that hay around, and yet... He's got to save his totally life. Totally lost it. He's like, I need to get away from that beast. Stat. Yeah. So they pop out, and lucky enough for them, they happen to pop out of the haystack right next to a, a tavern. A poob. A little poob. Which does look really scary from the outside. I'd go in. You'd go. I mean, you have no choice. If you see lights on inside, you got to get in there. 
It's dark. It's it looks, scary. There's la la la's. It looks like the kind of place I want to be during the winter time. Like I want to go into a cozy, warm pub. Yeah, it's tr- it's have true. Have a cheeky I mean, pint. Yeah, cheeky pints are always great. But from the outside, it did just looked a little scary. There's people uh, looking out through the windows, oh, just yeah. kind of staring. I think that might have been the highwayman mm, looking through, I think the, it through was. the door. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, one of our more interesting characters. So uh, yeah, they, they go into the tavern hoping to find someone for uh, they can help with directions. Exactly. Yes. So they mosey their way into the tavern. They meet a bunch of interesting people. Very interesting. Very interesting people. people. Who don't have any names. They just call themselves by their but they do. job. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Do you have any favorites of the people of the tavern? Mm, it's tough. You know, I have a lot of actually my fun facts. A lot of them are about the people oh, of the tavern. Oh, interesting. A little teaser well, for couple, the end of the episode. A couple of them are at least about that. So, okay. But I don't know. I guess if I had to choose a favorite... It might be the the toy maker. The toy maker. Okay. Yeah. His little like you want you want to give it a go for how he sounds when he sings. He's terrifying. He's very tiny Tim esque. Mm-hmm. Like, well, <laughs> 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 exactly. I'm glad you did it because you usually just you sing like that <laughs> in the house. I do. Anyway, yeah, so it's, I, I just want the people to to get a hear of that. So yeah, very very much of the. Hoity-toy sort of uh, singing style. Hoity-toy sorter. Hoity-toy sorter. <laughs> doesn't have an accent until he starts singing. No. Um, refuses to not believe that Wirt, the high school kid, <laughs> is not getting married. He's, yeah. Of course he's getting married. He's got the hat on. Who was your favorite? Uh, probably the highwayman just for the, his name. Mm. Because his song is just like, I'm the highwayman, and I'm from the highway. I'm going to steal your shoes. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to steal your it's shoes. Just, it's just the most random song, random guy, weirdest outfit. Mm. Um, and he, I think he was the guy that was looking out through the window, just stone cold. Yeah. He looked like a gnome at first, and then he was just the highwayman. Very gnomish. You know what I noticed when he was singing that song? The style of cartoon reminded me a lot of Rugrats. Like yeah. the... Yeah, he didn't look like he belonged in this this world almost. Yeah, a lot of them didn't. Yeah, they're all like different kinds of animation in a way. Yeah, like one of the other guys that didn't really say much, he might have been the tailor. He reminded me of like a Hey Arnold character, I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. Interesting. I was like feeling a little like the dog reminded me of the dog from The Little Mermaid. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I was like, this is like, there's a lot of different things. That's what it, yeah. It's it hitting a lot, a lot of, of different things. memories for me right now. So many different characters and so many different ways of weirdness and then a bunch of different art styles yeah very weird Extremely. Um, yeah but besides the highwayman i guess uh, i liked the <laughs> that guy but it also kind of scares me the way he sings it makes me a little uneasy i like it and the the weird little cuck boy like the little like <laughs> sex slave i can't wait to tell you all my fun facts because you're <laughs> you're hitting all the points that i <laughs> okay, sure. had but um but he, he has no lines until the very end and he's like uh you'll find the directions in your heart yeah and then Wart's like Okay. No, I need fucking directions. <laughs> yeah. <Please. laughs> no, that's, that hasn't worked so far. Yeah. I, that was like one of my no- my notes I took was, why are these people tied together? So, <laughs> and I'll tell you the answer when oh, we boy. get to my trivia. Very exciting. We'll be touched on all these things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the tavern people uh, warn the brothers about the beast and reveal that the creature turns people into trees of oil to burn in this lantern. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're having fun talking about... Uh, Wurt's travels. Mm-hmm. They call him the Pilgrim because he is on a mission. He's on a mission. He's traveling. He's not one of the guys that eats turkey and cranberry sauce. He's just a guy on a journey. Exactly. So I guess uh, in the midst of these stories, Wurt, 
I keep going back and forth between saying Wharton word, but I'll, I'll you know, maybe I'll just do every other. It'll even out. Yeah. But he, he mentions that he met the woodsman, mm-hmm. which they try and tell him is actually the beast, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Because I think the woman, uh, what was her, she, she heard he was the, the tavern keeper. I think she was. Yeah. And she says like, well, how do you know that he's not the beast? Right. Aren't you more lost than ever since he gave you directions? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh. He who holds the lantern. Is the beast in their eyes. Right. Right, which at this point in the episode, you think, oh, wow, this lady, I mean, these people are from here. Mm-hmm. They must know. And the woodsman's always singing, and we always hear Eerie singing. Yeah, he's, he, he's when we first meet him, he is, like, talking to himself. But whenever we've heard the la-la-las to this point, we mm-hmm. have not seen who has been doing it. So we think maybe when he's by himself and he's really letting loose in those woods, right. that's when he really pounds it out. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, not pounds it out. I mean, he belts it out. Belts. Belts it out. Pounds it out is not correct. <laughs> Immediately creepy man by himself in the woods <laughs> pounding it pounding out pounding out his axe <laughs> yeah ay 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 whoops cut that cut that cut that <laughs> yeah so um, I don't even remember why he why they why they leave I guess they're they're not getting the directions that they want or oh no they find out that Beatrice is hurt somehow exactly. like where is this where is this uh, stupid bird that's been nothing but nagging yeah well it's true and so they rush on out they rush on out. He tells the horse he's going to pretend to know to ride him or how to ride yeah, him. Yeah, and he does a really good job. He, he yeah. spanks the horse on the ass, uh, grabs, grabs the lantern. Grabs Greg on the way out. Yeah. And what are we calling the frog these days? Uh, was it still Wirt Jr.? I think it might be. Maybe. Either yeah. way. But you see, he steals the horse, names him, well, it doesn't name him Fred. He is named Fred. Finds Beatrice unconscious next to the woodsman. And what it's happens- not looking good It's not looking good woodsman. because, yeah, the, the woodsman has the axe up. Beatrice mm-hmm. is on the ground looking like- the woodsman whacked her yeah she's not looking great uh it's also up against one of these special trees that has the oil inside of it the e- edelwood edel i think edelwood, edelwood. like edelweiss edelwood. yeah <laughs> so i th- well I, I actually don't want to spoil anything because <gasps> there's a a reason that she was against one of these trees and she thinks she was knocked or she like she thinks she flew into this tree and that's how she became unconscious but it's probably not what happened if she stayed any longer might not have gone down all that well. But yeah, I don't think he knocked her down because, I mean, if you have an axe in your hand and she's got no cuts on her, right? he would have had to have, like, hit her with the blunt side of the axe, which doesn't really make sense. Right. So, But it doesn't look good. So I understand why Wirt and Greg were like, oh, he is the beast. We got to save her. And then they kick his poor little fire. Yeah, yeah. Right out of his hand. Right out of his hand. Uh, I mean, it looks, at, in this moment, Wirt, is a badass. He jumps on a horse, doesn't know how to ride it, he, yeah. saves the day, knocks the the evil beast's mm-hmm. lantern on the ground, mm-hmm. saves Beatrice. So uh, he, in this moment, we're like, good for you, Greg. Uh, you good. hyped up your brother. Good for you. You, you got him going. I mean, uh, Greg, does, he hasn't really done anything in the show in the first four episodes besides just make funny comments. Yeah. And Wirt has already had a roller coaster of being the most annoying and then now kind of being a hero. Right. I just thought that was interesting. It is interesting, and it's funny, too, because at the beginning of the episode where it's like, uh, yeah, you guys, a little bluebird and his younger brother, yeah, you guys go in and ask for directions, and I'm just going to stand out here, afraid to go in. But then it's like, so the better option is to stand out in the woods where the beast is? It's just very annoying, very pouty, very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of the one that told him to go this way, too, in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and now I was expecting them to do all the work for her to get her, her way and get to... Uh, What's what's that name of the house? Adelaide's. Adelaide's house, yes. Because Adelwood, Adelaide. I'm getting confused with those words. Adelwood, Adelaide. 
to Adelwood's house. And <laughs> um, it's, it's funny because there's that scene where she's waiting outside and she sees Greg at the window. And she's, she's like, oh, is, uh, is Wirt doing a good job getting uh, directions? How's he doing with that? And he's like, sort of. <laughs> yeah, he turns around and he's getting uh, like Thrown the hurrah treatment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I also like that he approaches her with a plate full of hot dogs and is like, are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Just three hot dogs. <laughs> like, no um, fun. She's like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet of him. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty much the end of it. He's, he's, he saves Beatrice, and that's the end of their tale for yeah. the day. But we get a little cut to the Beast and the Woodsman, so the they beast. are not one and the same. No. The Woodsman is told, well, we are told that the Woodsman is holding the flame, and the flame inside his lantern contains his daughter's soul. So sad. So he must cut down Adelwood trees so her fire can keep alive. Right. Which brings us back to previous episodes, right? They talked about the oil in this episode, and that's why we're finally figuring out why the woodsman was like using that whole grinding machine to squeeze out the black yeah. oil that comes out of the trees, and it's to keep the lantern lit with his daughter's soul. Yeah, he uh, at, the end, at the beginning of this episode too, we see him chasing around a little turtle. And I wonder if these tur like that turtle we've been seeing. I didn't even see that this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm wondering if like the turtle kind of leads him to where the next Adelwood tree would be because it's like maybe it's going home or it's just a way to lead like oh I'm oil so I'll show you where oil is like being in the Adelwood hmm. tree so that's interesting I do want to know the significance because I feel like we've watched the show what four times yeah, already like through and each time I see the turtles and I'm like what's going on yeah and now like I told you I think we said this last episode that I'm pretty sure there's I have to look out for a turtle in every episode from here on out I, I did, yeah. There's. I think this was one of the more significant ones in the first episode, and the the middle two of the four so far haven't been this significant. But that there definitely has been. There's something one in almost every one of them. Yeah, there's something about those turtles. We just don't really know what it is yet. Totally. Turtly. Turtly. <laughs> turtly. Turtly. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's our episode. That's it. Wow, that was really fast. I mean, they're quick episodes. I know. You know, the 11 minutes long. I just wish they lasted forever. I know. We it, love them. I mean, I will say one thing about this particular episode. Like, I, I like it a lot because we do get uh, the, the, we get the tavern people, they're weirdos, and we get the reveal of what exactly the deal with the Beast is. Because we've, we've heard about the Beast so much to this point. We're almost halfway through the series, and we don't know what exactly is going on with the Beast. So uh-huh. we get his creepy eyes. We get oh. the idea behind the lantern itself so mm-hmm. that's all a lot of fun but the tavern itself as a setting isn't that great i feel like it could be done a little bit better we, we had in um the past field episode like that town was so halloweeny and so pretty and we were in that barn yeah. and it was such a good atmosphere where the tavern were just like a bunch of walls and i feel like it maybe could have been done up a little bit more fallish halloweeny yeah i feel negative. like a lot of the um places that they go kind of look like the inside of the tavern like yeah. i feel like when i think about a lot of the settings of this show i think of the tavern the most because like when they first see the woodsman and they're in that little like shack it looks kind of similar yeah and you know in further in future episodes where they go inside other homes it's kind of similar it's just like dark and dreary and there's like a fireplace yeah well even though sometimes i like it a little bit better just because like when we think about um the first cabin that they're in mm-hmm. it was cool looking just because it was so it was like black like that's a better color profile i don't know why i'm like i'm arguing inside with the show was black? about yeah it kind of was blackish like it, it just looked looks more spooky in a way this one looks 
more plain. Maybe they didn't want really to spook us too much this episode. Maybe not. Well, thanks for not spooking us all too yeah, much. Yeah, we don't want to be too scared. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get, let's get to our MVPs, LVPs, awards, okay. and all that good stuff. Because we're a segment section. Okay. Uh, would you like to start with your MVP and LVP? Yeah, but I don't remember. Do we start MVP or L- LVP? Yeah, just do MVP and then LVP. Okay, so I'm going to give Wirt my MVP, which I never nice. saw myself doing. Yeah, I, I I don't know when he is at his best, but I I had a feeling there's like a, at least a couple episodes where he's he's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he I'm gonna give him the MVP. I mean, he really we already kind of talked about this, but he really took leadership here in yes. this episode. He just knew what he had to get done, and he just did it, which was great. Great job, Wart. You earned this one, buddy. <laughs> and then do I go again? Yeah, for my LVP. Sure. Beatrice. I mean, she's she's going to be my LVP a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, she's just kind of annoying. I mean, only cares about herself, which, I mean, can, we don't do spoilers on this show? Um, turn straight away, but if, if you need okay. to. So, you know, she's just very self-centered. Yeah. And that makes me crazy a little yeah, bit. I guess, yeah, it's good to not because we have a big episode with her yeah. coming up later, so. So. Might as well not. Those are my those are my MVP and LVPs. Yeah, so. I had a feeling it was going to be tough to to do different ones from you because it, these are pretty obvious ones. Where Wart is obviously the best in this episode, and mm-hmm. Beatrice is the worst. And I really want to keep giving Greg more, but Greg has really just been kind of a sideline character mm-hmm. for a little while now. But uh, Wart really shines here, as Greg says. He sang a song, rode a horse, and saved you from the axe guy. He's the pilgrim. That's true. So, I mean, if if that doesn't say MVP, I don't know what does. Yeah, no, you're and, right. Beatrice, on the other side of that, was the one being saved. All she did was complain and ask them to get directions for her, wait mm-hmm. outside, nag, and then apparently, according to her, bonked her head on a tree and almost died. Yeah. So. Gets herself into more trouble than she needs to be. Yeah. All, she, all she's done is to get them into more trouble. So. Yeah. Which is annoying. Annoying. Um, okay. You can start us off with your oh. awards. My awards. Your awards. Oh, we should rename them awards. Okay. Um, you're not going to. Maybe you'll get them. My first award is the Starvin Like Marvin award. Starvin Like Marvin. Oh, I know this one. Mm-hmm. Is it Greg? It is Greg. Because the, t- the tavern keep says, who are you guys anyway? <laughs> and then he goes, I'm hungry. Yeah, the whole episode, all he talked about was how hungry he was. He was really was. hungry. That was like his only line the whole I wonder episode. how long they've been away from from home. So what did he say at the beginning? Mm, what, what oh, was uh, banana nut duck bread. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I mean, I'm sure he's he holding is. a duck. I'm sure I think, he is starving and he, like Marvin. Banana bread. Yeah, banana nut duck bread. <laughs> Delicious. Um, okay. Do do we go one for one? Uh, you'll alternate. My first regular old award will be the fourth grade Orion Award. This one's very inside baseball. Yeah, clearly. But I you might know. Wasn't a part of that. Um, <laughs> the fourth grade Orion Award. Well, think about what we did with Orion. That was like your smart school. Oh, right? Wasn't it like you got pulled out and you did like math? No, we, we just took a little bit of everything. We were, we were getting cultured by these <laughs> these older women. Getting cultured? <laughs> what did you learn? Well, I thought well it was like... this particular award is about the time that we, every year we would go to a Broadway play. Okay. Uh, and this particular year we went to go see Phantom of the Opera. You know, I was going to make a Phantom of the Opera um, award 
today. Well, there you go. But I, I don't I didn't really want to be know that much simple about just it. Write, like, oh, Fender the Opera. Like, obviously, look, the guy that sounds like a singing opera. Right. So I had to go two layers back okay. and find some sort of connection. So fourth grade Orion Award. With Orion, we did go to see Fender the Opera. Mm. I was just a mere child, and I didn't like it. No. I was a little scared. I don't know why the hell they took us to something like that. In that young. fourth grade. Because all I heard, you I, can I didn't go see the Lion King. Yeah, I, right. That would have been much better. Right? I didn't know what the hell was going on. All I could hear was, la, la, la. <laughs> and to me, that's all that I needed to hear. Um, all right, but that so, reminded me of that today. Yeah, um, I was thinking the exact same thing, but I don't, I don't know anything about it. So I guess it goes to the Beast. To the Beast. Okay. Himself. Now that we know he is the Beast and who is the Beast and who's right. not the Beast. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I like it was, that. It's a long walk. A long walk to water. Long walk to water. And then my next one is the Lizzo Award. Mm. (laughs) I wish I don't know all the titles of her songs. Trying to think of who gets two shots in their cup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Damn it! It's got to be one of the characters in the tavern. I'm I'm thinking it is. Uh, Is it? This is a stretch. Damn it! I don't think you're gonna get it. I'll guess. I'll I'll go a little bit of an offshoot, and I'll say it's the tailor. It's not the tailor. It's the flute player. The flute player, I wouldn't have gotten that her one. Her new thing is like always playing the flute. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's like a big well, it's nothing thing. nothing about her songs. The other day, somebody, I think one of our friends was at the concert and she had posted a video and she was playing that flute, ah. fluting it up on stage. See, if I were to pick the flute player, I would have picked the uh, Anthony DeRosa Award. <laughs> Famous flute player of Lindenhurst fame. Wow. I'm learning a lot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Lindenhurst stuff. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, good. Good award. My last one is the... Will Farrell and John C. Riley Award. Not two different words. Like just this is both their names on the same plaque. The Will Farrell and John C. Riley Award, and this is going to one person. Yes. Oh no, I guess I guess two. Is it going to Greg and Word? Yes. Because they're step brothers. Step brothers. Yes. And we find out that they're step brothers in yes. this in this uh, one of the one of the worst song. Yes. Because they tell him to sing one. He's got the worst song of all time. It's great. And it's really bad. A terrible tune. So good. But very informational. Very. This is. I'm glad I, I I didn't even mean to make this like a plot point for the episode, but this is actually ties in pretty well on something we should have hit on. Is that uh, we get a lot of information about their dynamic. We do. We get a lot of information. Period. In this episode, like yeah. we talked about them, and we talked about what the fire, what the importance of the fire is, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So. So they are straight up stepbrothers, right? Like he wasn't born with his mom. I don't I think so. What I he think. Says. He said, my mom married his dad, I think yeah, is what he that said. Nature. Right. And maybe they had yeah. another kid after that or something. It's like a new baby. Mm, they, they, don't, they didn't say anything about I that. I don't know. Like my own fan fiction. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby yeah. named Jack-Jack bursts into flames. It's like, no, you're thinking The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting now um, that we have this info just because it kind of sheds a light a little bit more on the, the way the two of them act together. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because Greg wouldn't really know any better, and Wirt seems like he has this like angst towards the whole situation. Yeah, which makes sense to me personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get to some trivia. All right. First up is the Highwayman song is a reference to the Betty Boop cartoon, and the song is called Minnie the Moocher. Mm. And I listened to it earlier, and it's the exact same song, really? okay. more or less. Huh. Here's this story about Minnie the Moocher. She was a low-down, huge coochie. She was a 
got a heart as big as a whale. So, Lilith referencing these old cartoons, and he really mm-hmm. actually, like, when you said that, he does look like a creepy old Betty. Like, Betty Boop is well, so fucking scary. So, they say the tavern keeper looks like Betty Boop. I could see that. And if you look uh-huh. at her face next to Betty Boop's face, it's like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So, that's one little fact for She's you. So scary. The master and the apprentice, the two that were tied together. Yes. Are most likely, this isn't like canon, I guess, but it's most sure. likely based on Pazzo and Lucky, two characters from the Irish play Waiting for Godot. Waiting for Godot. Godot, thank yeah. you. And so I looked it up, and so it says they are not friends. Uh, it's that the relation of a master and a slave. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of right on like the, the Dom yeah. stuff. And it says that. Pazzo or Pozo is the master and father figure, and Lucky is the slave or child. So weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, we said it, uh, I was just recently editing over uh, our episode two, and we were just talking about how it seems like nothing in the show is just like, oh, let's just make this random character with like a guy holding a rope to some kid. Mm-hmm. It's always something, some sort of specific reference for yeah. everything. Which really, a lot of thought went into this show. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so briefly the figurines in the introduction show all the characters from the tavern but they are made by the they seem to be crafted by the toy maker mm-hmm. and the beast's song the la 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 chop the wood to light the fire uh-huh. is sung to the tune of an aria in scene 3 of act 1 of the opera hansel and gretel <laughs> Uh-huh. And if you think about it, the themes between Hansel and Gretel and Over the Garden Wall are similar in the sense that it's two children lost in the woods and trust an apparently kind old woman who, in fact, means them harm. I don't know that that's really what happens We're getting, here, well, we're getting there soon, I guess, yeah. actually. For, she's not the main villain here, but we are right. going to see what we're talking about there. But it does just talk about, like, I remember, like, Greg leaving a candy trail right didn't they leave a breadcrumb trail yep. in hansel and gretel so it's that it's kind of interesting like we said yeah it pulls a lot of different things from a bunch of different right areas so and i did look up the song too and it is in fact the exact same tune uh-huh so gotta love it i, li- I like i like hearing uh nicole's trivia yeah it's fun a lot of fun mm-hmm. it really ties everything together for me yeah me too very nice Okay, I mean, I guess that that takes us to our ending mark. So, you have any any final thoughts to say? Anything else? You just excited to get to next week? I'm excited to get to next week, baby. Actually, this was a great one. It was um, a good one. We next week we have our episode five. We'll see you there uh, with Mad Love. And before we go, remember that someday you'll die, and I'll just laugh. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know if you want to sell. <laughs> just leave it on that. But <laughs> real quickly. Um, I don't know if you noticed that quote by Beatrice. Another reason to give her an LVP. Um, I don't know that I re- realized that she said yeah, that. Yeah, when she was getting kicked out by Betty Boop, <laughs> the tavern keep, um, she was getting swatted by the, yeah. um, the broom. <laughs> and she just yells at the tavern keep saying like, someday you'll just die and I'll laugh. Oh my God. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, de- definite LVP. If yeah. it wasn't an LVP before, now it really is. Yeah, so that explains my goodbye. <laughs> All right. All right. See ya. I won't be laughing. Just so you guys know. Bye.